0: This is Coffee Number Five. I'm your host, Lara Schmoisman. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Coffee Number Five. And today I was thinking a little bit about ethnicity and who I am. Last night I was talking to my cousin, who was my best friend growing up, and she's living in Israel right now. And for many years, we have conversation in a different part of the world at a different part of the day. Well, I'm having dinner or preparing dinner. She's starting very early day. And those are the only moments that we can connect. And even though we are so far apart in the world in a different cultures, we also have so much in common. Besides the genetics, uh, which those are a given, we have culture. We have traditions. We have our Jewish traditions, but also we have our Latin traditions. And that makes us who we are and what we eat. Even, yeah, what we eat is huge for Latin and so important. Um, so today I, I was thinking about all this cultural, and I want to invite someone who has a similar experience with me because I love to discuss and talk about these ethnicities and how affect us in our business. She's a well-known journalist and I want to invite her to introduce herself. So welcome, Yvette Boden. I hope I said it right.
1: <laughs> you, did. <Bodin. laughs> you did. Thank you so much, Lara, for having me. I'm really excited and I think this is such an important topic and I'm Glad that I can share it with someone who shares my experience. I am born and raised in New York. I have a daughter who was also born and raised in New York, and I shared a lot of the traditions that my mother passed, my mother and my father passed on to me. Um, but you know, there's still that, the, there's still that element of you know she is American, but re, she embraces the fact that she is a Latina. From you know a Dominican household, um, which is something that I had trouble with growing up, because I was trying to you know balance the fact that I was born in the United States, but you know when I went home, my parents were Dominican, and you know we listened to Latino music, we ate Dominican food, so I was more of trying to balance and figure out what my true identity was and as it turns out you can be both you can be uh, have that balance so i was able to pass that on to my daughter which is it, it's been it's been a gift for me
0: Uh, For me, it's such a unique experience because in my case, uh, my husband is from the Middle East and I'm from Argentina. We met here in LA and my kids are all over the place. They are American, but they have all this mix of cultures and I think it makes it amazing that they can embrace everything but i found that society at the same time i always trying to label them and they don't fit in a box because they're such a mix of cultures and even if i wouldn't i mean living in a city like la or new york and if you just embrace the city and you meet all these people it's incredible what you can learn and you
1: become something else well, it's, I'm sure you've heard New York is a melting pot. And, you know, I've been able to surround myself with so many different cultures and appreciate it. But I, I agree with you. There is, um, it's almost like a need for society to put labels on us. If we're Latino, we're Afro-Latina, we're, you know, Latino-American. There's so many labels. And at the end of the day, we are all Latinos. We should you know, embrace that and share the differences in a way that promotes positivity, not, you know, takes away from our Latina. But, uh, you know, I've uh, as I've grown, you know, to be uh, the woman I'm meant to be, I have just progressively embraced, um, you know, the fact that I am Latina and I am American and I love it. I wouldn't have it any other way. I love the fact that I can be both and I, I'm proud of it. I want to talk to you
0: about business now because you're a businesswoman, I'm a businesswoman, and I had to learn to translate myself mostly to business in English because I work here in the United States for such a long time that I'm used to working in English. But then I found myself like I do this podcast in English. I wanted to do something for the Latin community that it wasn't out there. So I started a a podcast in Spanish called Marketing Simplificado. And I'll do everything that I do now, emails, everything bilingual. But I also realized that I have to speak to my audience differently it's not the same way that we speak english that we speak spanish we communicate differently
1: and and for you
0: it's very similar because you work in english but you feature a lot of latin community and stories so how do you make these two cultures and this voice
1: merge You, you know that's really funny that you mentioned that um when I uh, so the awakened woman has articles in both English and Spanish, the English articles um, just picked up more traction. So, over time, I started doing more of the English. When I write in Spanish, I and I know this is, uh, you know, maybe you can relate, I literally think in spanish totally uh, <laughs> I, 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 you cannot say the same things <laughs> no you can't and it's funny because some people think well you take the english and you translate it no no even if you go, even if you were to google translate a document it's not the same you don't capture the language in the same way so i i physically sit there and think in spanish and write in spanish it's it's literally a change in my mindset. Yeah, it's a switch. Yes, yes. It's. I mean,
0: I always say that you understand a culture. To be honest with you, when I didn't speak English, because everyone knows that I'm self-taught, and when I moved to this country, didn't speak a word of English, I didn't understand what the Americans were laughing about. And I honestly believe that you cannot understand a culture or a language until you understand why how they laugh.
1: Interesting. How they laugh.
0: Yes, or what they yeah. la- laugh about. Because I don't I don't find the same things funny in English or Spanish. My mind doesn't switch.
1: That is, that is true. You're right. I, I never thought about it, but you're right. That's really interesting. How how did you come to that um, conclusion? It's it's cool. It's, yeah, uh, it's curious. It's, it's really cool. i never thought about it. Uh, I don't know how it came up. I just
0: my team is is all over the world and I have some a lot of Latin people and I realized that I many times I'm joking around in Spanish with them and it's not something that I would find funny doing in English. <laughs> no, that's wow that is... or or or, yeah. or vice versa, or vice versa. like I'm talking to my team in English and we make, we laugh and we make jokes or pan in pants that they will never work in in spanish
1: you, you know what that is a good point. There have been moments when I'll say something funny um in English, and I will be asked, oh, can you translate it in Spanish? it sounds you know it sounds funny or it sounds interesting. It's, it, it does not hit the note. It does not hit the same. Very it's different. not.
0: It's not. Even with expressions, like um, I remember my kid was very little and he, he had a poor thing. He had a mix of three languages back then. And my mom said an expression in Spanish saying, um, Voy volando. I'll go. F- it means I'll be there really fast. But literally, you will translate it like, I'll go flying. And so, my son understood literally what she was saying because he will speak the Spanish, so he looked at the sky. I, oh. I look at my grandma and my and his grandma like is she a superhero or what?
1: So you're right that that is really interesting i I guess I um maybe I took it for granted or I didn't really you know stop and think about it, but you're you're right. there are many things that. Um, cannot be translated and hit the note that is meant to hit. <laughs>
0: uh, and I think and, and this is where I want to bring this conversation today that we live in a world right now that is so multi-ethnic. and even though that you speak in English or you write in English or you write in Spanish, in, and in Spanish we have so many different slangs and so many different Spanishes that it's, you have to speak in a neutral Spanish to make sure that you understand. Actually, one person from my team from Colombia, she has a list of words that she shouldn't say in, in another Spanish I
1: know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and then she has another, another list of like a dictionary from other Spanish, which you're is amazing. Right.
1: Because I remember, as a young girl, there was—I'm not going to say it on, you know, on um, on air—but there was a word that I would use. And my my mother is Dominican, but she also has Puerto Rican influence. And I remember, even with Dominicans and Puerto Ricans, there are certain words that you cannot use. They're just not. Um, they mean something different for each um, for each culture. So it's it's. Um, it's a lot of fun to when you find those things those little nuggets um among the different latin cultures but um unless you are a latina or a latino you wouldn't understand
0: totally and i found myself even when i write you know that in english we always say that we want to be politically correct And that's a whole different conversation (laughs) that I'm just so sick and tired of being politically correct all the time. But my my thing is that I find myself trying to be multicultural correct. That everyone that I I write, that my niche, and when you write, it, it happens to you, too, for sure. You know who your niche is. But my niche doesn't discriminate age or gender or race but i want everyone to be understood and there's some experiences that we all have the same we just process them differently because we laugh about different things
1: absolutely and you know i think in 2021 that is even more that has even more of an impact there's certain things even in the english english language that you shouldn't say or they're you know you have to be very careful about how you phrase things and what words you use there is definitely a lot of um political correctness so even within the english language i think it's become an issue wouldn't yeah, you agree um, so,
0: uh, totally uh, my question is you as a journalist and working with all these profiles and multi-ethnic profiles and how the in the english word a word which is it's amazing and i I love to write and but sometimes it's so hard to transfer that message and those little idiosyncrasies that include part of the cultural background how can you translate that because I see that you, you feature mostly Latin, Latin community but in English. Lot. Yes. Yes. So uh, you find yourself explain, trying to explain or translate?
1: Oh, wow, that's a great question. Um, you know, I when I when I interview these um amazing people, amazing women, I try not to look at it from um a cultural perspective. I try not to label the person in front of me. I honestly look at the person as a human being and try to translate their message in a way that everyone can relate no matter where they come from. I think it's more about um, sort of taking off that, removing that label and forgetting about, you know, whether they're um, from one, part of the world or another and just looking at them as a human being i try to take off that um those labels and and because i think that is one of the issues we have in society we focus so much on you know labels who they you know who the person is what their name is what their background is what they look like what they you know uh, what their status is financially and and education there's so many um labels that we place and when i write these articles i want to remove all these labels and just sort of humanize the person in front of me if that makes any sense well that
0: that's what i love about your writing because i can totally see that that you really care about the human being and that's why i'm trying to get tips from your process of writing because you do such a good job writing about the the person behind the story Uh, And I see that that's really important to you. But at the same time, how did you process all this background and cultural background and include it into the story? What what is your process? What is important for you to tell? How how much impact their background makes in a person?
1: Well, I think one of the biggest things for me is highlighting the positive and extracting and and i keep using that word because it's so important to me if i can extract the human side of a story it's easier for readers to empathize to connect with my story so i really try not to focus too much on um on you know where the person comes from because in an ideal world, I mean, I know it's probably, it's not realistic, but we are all connected. And these stories are that I write are to sort of support that idea that we're connected. We're all human at the end of the day. And I truly want to extract, you know, the story in a way that other people can empathize and connect. Yvette, I <laughs> cannot, uh... I
0: appreciate enough or thank you enough for being here and for being mm-hmm. so candid and give us all these answers. But at the end of the day, I always think that we learn a lot in our journeys and you definitely have your very unique journey, but we also learn from our mistakes. And something new I started a little while ago at the show is I asked my guests if they can tell us one mistake that they made And what they learn from that?
1: I've made so many. (laughs) Um, What mistake have I made? Hmm.
0: Uh, And that that others can learn from them.
1: Well, this is really personal, but I think a lot of, um, particularly women, I'm sure there's men out there that can connect. But I think one of the biggest mistakes I've made with myself is not not giving myself the worth that I deserve. I think a lot of decisions that I've made, um, a lot of challenges that I've had are because I haven't valued myself enough. That's been a huge mistake. Um, But I've learned that it's never too late. It's never too late to learn your value and embrace who you are and give yourself that worth. Uh, it's, it's been, it's, it's really been a gift to go from not, you know, not having any self-worth to falling in love with myself and understanding that I have many gifts to offer. So I would, I, that, that, was, that would definitely be my biggest mistake. But I've learned a lot from it.
0: That's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing and for having coffee with me in coffee number Thank five you.
1: and Thank you, yeah.
0: everyone who is listening to the show today, we're going to leave all the events uh, notes on how to find their, her and follow her and people embrace who you are. Believe in yourself, find a way to love yourself because the rest will come.
1: Oh, I totally agree. Thank you so much for having me. See you next week.
0: It was so good to have you here today. See you next time. Catch you on the flip side. Ciao, ciao.